0: How would you like to be part of the Full Will Project? That's right, you. How would it sound if I turn your story into shareable art? See, your story is already a work of art, and there is strength that someone needs that can only be found in your story. Help me to help you share it with love letters. Submit your story of joy, triumph, heartache, struggle, love, loss, elation, depression, and everything in between. Whether you share a synopsis of your life story, an awesome thing that just happened, random thoughts you're chewing on, Questions you may have, or if you just want to vent about your day, share it all. This is a safe place. You can share your name or choose not to. Just be as honest as possible. In return, I'll respond with a song, love letter, poem, photograph, or a combination of any of them. Then I'll share that art with you while encouraging other people along the way. Co create with me by clicking the love letters link in the description and let your voice be heard today. Again, Click the love letters link in the description, share your story with me, and let's co create something beautiful to help other people along their way. Okay? Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Full Well Project. My name is Leisha Renice, and I am your host. As I stated before, I am traveling full time in the RV with my husband. We're traveling the country, and so the walls are paper thin. We have to leave the windows open because it's hot in here. And so you might hear some outdoor noise, like some birds flying by, cars driving past, whatever. You know, everything is good, we're fine. We're just going to bear with it and keep on rolling because we're not going to let perfectionism stop this show. Okay? Yay. So welcome to The Full World Project. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, this is, again, episode three of season two. I'm so excited. We're getting started. And, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email me at thefullwallproject@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Um, feel free to follow us on all the socials at The Full Wall Project. And, yeah, let's jump into today's episode. All right. So last episode we talked about creating being a creative, I'm sorry. We talked about being being a creative because we're made in the image of God. A lot of people put all this pressure on themselves or like uh, like degrade themselves and say like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not creative, so therefore I'm not interesting or I'm not creative enough or my creativity doesn't look the same." But we talked about how because we're made in the image of God, we are automatically creative. We can't help it. It's in our DNA. We make systems, babies, Um, art, we make all the things. It is in our nature to be creative. Okay? So the pressure is off. So relax, be yourself, and create how you create. And don't compare your creativity to other people. Okay? So, as we look at the Bible, we're going to continue in Genesis because we talked about how the first attribute that was given to God was that he was a creative. So, the first person he created was Adam. You know, and if you're a believer, great. If you're not, that's fine too, but you can still take something away from this. Adam was the first created man of God. And the first job that Adam had was a creative one. Adam's job was to tend to the garden and also to name the animals. Now, I don't know how we got the names that we got. I don't know what Adam was thinking, but we know that he had to be creative in the way that he chose the name for these animals that he was tending to, right? And so in this garden, With these animals, doing the job that God gave him, doing the creative work, he was the closest he was to God. I don't know what it's like to walk through a field with God. I have no idea. I can only imagine and I can only like wait until that time when I get to heaven and I can spend time with God and be like, oh my God, like this is what, this is what Adam and Eve were doing when they were just walking in the garden with him, just like randomly talking to him and being in communion, communion with him. And so this is the time where people are the closest to God. Like literally closest as in communing with him. And so for myself, I'm not Adam. I'm not like walking through the garden with God. I mean, technically I am when I want to or when, you know, because God is everywhere, right? But not in the same way. But to me, I feel closest to God when I am creating. When I'm creating, I feel like I'm in communion with him. I feel at peace. I feel connected. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like it's a meditative work that actually brings me closer to God so be yourself we talked about this before last episode there are ways that you can be close to god and again for me i talked about how i paint and i'm not a good painter i'm not a picasso i'm not any of these people i hear that are selling their paints like for money but for me it's fun and it's therapeutic and like i said i feel like i'm more at peace and in contact with god right y'all excuse this leaf blower i don't know what's happening but anyway So yeah, so you feel at peace when you're doing the thing that God gave you to do. So whether you're raising children, whether you're creating films, whether you are creating systems or like you're really proud of the work you're doing at a hospital or, you know, even if you're a receptionist and you're creating new systems for things to go easily while you're doing your job, that is a meditative work and that is being in communion with God. When you take the presence, I'm sorry, when you take the pressure off of yourself and create for joy you can flow like when you take the pressure off of like oh god I have to be a good insert whatever you do I have to be a good singer I have to be a good painter I have to be a good writer it's like no just I have to be the art just has to be you know we can't be stressed about how it gets there or in what form or what form it takes it just has to get done right as a singer There are some times that I look at other singers like in just an awe and I'm like, "I, I don't sing like them. I don't belt out songs like Jasmine Sullivan. A lot of people I like, you know, I don't have the croony, you know, soft, super like sweet voice like Emily King. And these are artists you should check out, by the way, that are underrated, in my opinion. But it's okay because I don't need to be a Jasmine Sullivan. I don't need to be an Emily King. I need to be Alicia. Right. This is the gift that God gave me. And when I take the pressure off of my gift to be, using air quotes, great, then I can feel free enough to flow. I'm not trying to prove something because my worth is already proven. God has already affirmed me. I'm here. I have the gift. And that's something I have to keep reminding myself of over and over and over and over again, because even when I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm content, something always happens because I'm fickle and I'm human where I compare my gift to other people's gifts or my, I compare, you know, my impact on other people's impact or like, Oh, this video I posted on YouTube only got two followers. You know, that's frustrating. (laughs) You know, that's, that'll humble you real quick. And it'll, it'll make you question like, should I even do this? But I was already affirmed when God gave me the gift. And when I take the pressure off, that's when I create my greatest work. That's when I flow. Also comparing my gift to other people takes the joy out of it. Like there's joy in creating. Like we said in last episode, God created so that we could enjoy. We should create so that we can enjoy. Yes, so we can impact lives and all this other stuff. But when we start to put that pressure on our art, that's when we start to take the joy out of it. That's when it becomes laborious. I'm also a photographer. And so I took a break from doing portraits because I just started to hate my work. I love photography. I love capturing images and feelings and emotions and people. But taking portraits was draining me and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't figure out like, okay, God, you gave me this gift and I love doing it. And people think I'm good at it, you know, even when I think I'm trash. Why do I hate this so much right now? And it was because I was giving myself so much pressure to be great when I should have just been doing. So I started started doing different things. Right. And we'll get to that in a minute. Creating is a gift from God and he wants us to enjoy that gift. You know, I think that brings us closer to him. Again, the first person was Adam. The first job Adam had was a creative creative one. So I really believe that us being creative brings us closer to God. And when we put our pressure on the gift, it actually takes us... Sep- it, it, it separates us from him. It separates us from him. Um, I actually listened to this interview recently with Andre 3000. Now, he is the GOAT, okay? The greatest of all time. He is one of the greatest lyricists, poets, creatives... Someone I look up to, my husband looks up up to, too. So my husband put this um, episode on, I think it's called uh, Broken Records. And they were interviewing Andre 3000, 3000. And he was talking about how it's hard for him to create now because there's so much pressure on his art. You know, he says, you know, whenever I just want to put something out there and just create it everybody's mouth is on it already before he even has time to really develop his craft to develop his art people are already criticizing it or saying oh my god this is amazing and he feels like he has to live up to standards that he that he set for himself beforehand right and so that takes the joy out of his creating and on and so for me it's crazy because i'm like yo like i believe that artists should be cre- allowed to be creative as they want to be But a lot of times we put these expectations on them and therefore they put these expectations on themselves that when they don't, using air quotes, live up to them or like fulfill them how they used to, then it's like, oh, God, I'm afraid to do anything new because I have to keep the people that support me happy. And that is a prison. That sucks. And on a smaller scale, I'm no Audrey 3000. I resonate with that. Completely. I totally understand what it's like to put out a song or photo or a piece of writing and people are like, oh my God, this is great, or oh my God, this is trash, and then be paralyzed with fear for putting out something again because the joy is taken out of it. You know what I mean? I'm not enjoying that gift. So you can create for the sake of creating. You can create for the joy of it. It is okay. Like, again, I mentioned my paintings again. I'm not selling my paintings. Like, maybe in the future I'll be good enough. Who knows? But I'm not putting that pressure on my paintings. And before I was, and it stopped me from painting because I'm like, okay, this is this is trash. You know, this is trash. I see other paintings and stuff like that. But the reason why I got started in the first place was because it was fun and it was an outlet. And it was, I loved seeing the colors just like come together on the canvas and just experiment with different things. The goal was never to be like a famed painter. You know what I mean? I have other things I want to do. Painting was not one of them, you know? And then something that was supposed to be therapeutic and meditative became burdensome. It became hard and it became chaotic and just like detrimental to my creative health. You don't have to monetize everything, okay? You don't have to monetize everything. Some things can be done just for yourself. Or just as a gift for other people, I would make paintings and give them to my mom, and she, you know, because she's my mom, she's like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever." And I know that it's not. I know that there are better artists out there, but I'm giving to them, giving them to her as a gift, you know, and she's going to appreciate that, whether I'm Picasso or not. She doesn't care. I'm already affirmed in that. You can also you can also um, share the knowledge, right? So or the process of creating. So it like teaching someone how to crochet right you don't have to sell your actual crochets but you can show someone how to do a basic stitch I can do that right but I'm not someone who's like I'm crocheting together scarves you know and things like that that's not something I do but there are other people who do it and do it well but for me I can just show the joy of showing someone how to do it or freeing someone feels good even with this podcast like this is just affirming This podcast is just like a big affirmational podcast to hopefully help people feel empowered and beautiful and wonderful. And so I'm not necessarily giving them anything, you know, but my words and my encouragement. But at the same time, it feels great when I get responses like, yo, I listened to your podcast and I was encouraged. And so in the same way, you can show someone how to do a basic, basic stitch with um, crochets. And then they might take that and make it into art. And you would feel great about that to be like, yo, I taught that person how to do their first stitch. The joy of giving, the joy of sharing in that creative nature and that creative process, that is some, That is a reason to do something in the first place, you know? My um, great-grandmother actually taught me how to crochet. She actually taught me how to crochet. And though I don't remember her word for word telling me how to do it, um, what I do remember is the feeling and the connection that we had when she taught me how to crochet. So... We created a moment, if anything more. like It's not like, again, I'm not making scarves. I'm not making clothes. I'm not making baby blankets or anything like that. No, but I have these memories forever with my great-grandmother about how she taught me how to do that. And sometimes that is enough. That is enough. Like, that memory will be burned in my mind forever. And I will hold on to that and treasure that and hopefully pass that on to my kids and to my grandkids and hopefully to my great-grandkids, like, if God gives me so many years, you know? So, yeah, so there is joy in just creating... And creating for the sake of creating and also creating to show other people how to create, okay? So like I said, creating can be a meditative practice, like with journaling or writing or mindless doing or doodling. Like when you're washing the dishes, sometimes your mind just wanders. When I'm painting, sometimes my mind just wanders. Um, if you've read the book, The Artist's Way, she's... Um, the, the author says that you should do morning pages and what those are basically are just meditative pages for like three pages straight. You're just supposed to write down random thoughts you have random, like just let your mind go, you know, your page might go It doesn't have to be structured. It's not supposed to like get to a point. It's just to brain dump. Right. So you might talk about like, Oh, I don't feel like writing right now. I have nothing to say. Hmm. I wonder what I'll eat for dinner tonight. Like it goes on and on and on. And the whole point is to quiet your mind. The process of creating is slow and deliberate and you should appreciate the process of creating. So while I'm doing these pages, these three pages sound like so much. It sounds like a lot. But then once I start going and taking my time, it goes by faster than, than I think. But learning or creating or crocheting, it takes time. It takes time. You can't skip processes. It's not like you can just like link things together real quick. It takes time. And that can be a meditative practice for you. That can allow your mind to wander. That can be your prayer. Writing the three pages in the morning can be a prayer. Like, you know, crocheting and praying to God, or you know what I'm saying, or thinking about affirmational things. I don't know. Whatever you do in your meditative time, you can do that while creating something. And it has to, and it's slow and deliberate and not fast-paced. And when the pressure is off of your art, it creates the space in your brain for you to focus on just meditating and not really focus on achieving or trying to get somewhere. It's just about being and appreciate the being. The world will force you to be creative for profit or productivity, but sometimes it's just good to create for God and yourself. Sometimes that's just enough. Sometimes that is enough. Like, oh, I'm just creating. I just wrote something. I have poems in my notebook that nobody will ever see, but it felt good to get it on paper. It felt good to commune with God while I was creating. And I have prayers for days that people will probably never see. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it was just for me and God and it felt good and it got what I needed to get off of my chest I have songs that'll probably never be heard because it's a mess one but two it's because I needed it for that moment and that was a time between me and God where we created something we co-created something that really ministered to me in that moment so let's talk about personal projects I am a huge believer in personal projects I mentioned before that I took a break from photography I took a break from being hired as a portrait photography for like family photos or like branding photos and things like that the work behind that is a lot and it's and it's very um what's the word Uh, it's like it's almost like a prison like you don't feel free to be an artist when you're hired like because people have a vision for themselves and unless like you're the creative director and all that stuff they want it done the way they want it done. For me, I like to take things slow. Like one of the reasons why I don't do wedding photography anymore unless like elopement is because it's so fast-paced and I can't really capture the moment like I want to because it's so fast-paced. And so many and so many people are are built for that and that's wonderful. But me as an artist, I know my boundaries. I want to create something slow and deliberate. And something that moves that I can take my time and pose people and and ask them questions before I take their photograph and so therefore I do personal projects with my photography if you want to check out my photography check out Alicia Renee's photography on the gram on my website is Alicia Renee's photography and so you can see I have a lot of personal projects I have shifted from being a photographer for hire you know To focusing on personal projects now I still will take gigs but my main focus is my personal projects because I believe in them more you know they're the things that are slow and deliberate and meditative for me sharing people's stories is meditative for me you know what I mean sometimes it's great to create personal projects for yourself like this podcast this podcast is a personal project it doesn't bring me any money immediately but it feeds my soul it feeds my soul. It gives me a platform to say the things I want to say, hopefully encourage others along the way, you know, and it helps me connect people to other people. Like when we start sharing interviews and stories and things like that, when we do the love, the love stories and the love letters and things like that, that is creating community. That is me creating for other people and connecting with other people. And that is enough for right now. That is enough. Maybe later on it'll be something else, but right now I'm okay with this just being this. And sometimes your projects and your personal projects are the best thing cooking. They're the things that move you the most, they're the things you feel most passionate about, they're the things you believe in most, the things that feed you. Sorry, all truck just left. The things that feed you the most, you know, are the things that you put together. I'm recording, you know, audio from the women in my family, you know, like that's a personal project for me. I want to hear their stories and I want to be able to share those stories with my children and grandchildren when they're when they're long gone. You know, hopefully they live a long life, but I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've lost a lot of family members to sicknesses and illnesses and things like that. And Lord willing, that will not happen, you know, here anytime soon. But at the same time. Like, I want to prepare myself. So that's a personal project that I'm doing It's creating those narratives and collecting them for for my future uh, children or for other family members to listen to. You know, personal projects sometimes feed the things that you need. It feeds you. It revives you. So if you're like burnt out creatively, take on personal projects. Take on personal projects like this is something um, that I really believe in. Another, another thing I'm doing for the month of January, instead of doing productive stuff, I'm just going to be taking a picture every day, writing every day, and singing a song. One, I need to build discipline, so there's that. But two, because it feels good. I'm not forced to take a picture of a person that I don't necessarily want to take. I can take a picture of whatever I want. I can sing whatever song I want, whatever song I'm feeling that day, you know? And that's a personal project for myself. You know, so... Uh, for you, it could look different. It could be if you if you're a cook, you can be like, okay, let me try some Italian dishes. Let me let me do things a slow way. Let me actually make pasta, right? Like, how do you make pasta? It might not be all. Oh, let me create thirty dishes in thirty days because that could be stressful. But for you, it could be even collecting collecting um what do you call it um what do you call it collecting recipes? Oh my gosh, it could be you collecting recipes. It could be something that you enjoy going to the beach and collecting beautiful seashells like these are meditative practices these are creative things these are things that bring you joy you know if you're a photographer focus on projects about things that you're actually interested in you know and what's crazy is some would say that it's a waste of time to do personal projects but it brings me joy it helps me commune with god and it makes me a better artist because now that i'm filled now that i'm fulfilled. And doing something I actually enjoy doing, now I can create better art for my clients, for people, like because I'm refreshed, I'm revived. I don't feel like a piece of me is dying. I don't feel like I'm losing my identity in my art. So yes, to create your own personal project, pick something you've always wanted to try and or you're curious about, you know, and just try it for the sake of trying it. Explore your curiosity. If you need permission, this is your permission. If you want to take a class on archery, do it. If you want to take a class on sailing, I want to do that. Do that. If you want to learn like how to navigate the seas and stuff like that, do the thing. You know, if you want to be a photographer, pick up your phone, take pictures or buy a camera if you got it like that and take photos. It doesn't have to be that deep. Just try it and explore your curiosity. You don't have to be good at it. You don't. And sometimes that's the most freeing thing that you want to hear. That's the most freeing thing you need is that you don't have to be good at everything you do. You know, like I said, I enjoy painting, but I, I suck at it. It just feels good. And who determines if it's good or not? Who determines if it's good? Because with one person, art is so like, uh, it's it's so dependent upon the person taking in the art, right? So one person could love a piece and another person might not get it and hate it. You know, you cannot allow people to determine what you will create, what you will share, what you will do for yourself, you have to do that. If it feels good, do it, you know, for some things. <laughs> With, you know, let's be wise here. Don't do everything that feels good. Like, we're not trying to get you, like, hooked on drugs or nothing, you know, and I joke. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it feels good, do it. If, you, if you're if you curious about learning, again, learning how to scuba dive, take a course. Take a class. You might hate it. Or you might love it. And it might become a hobby that really feeds your soul. Like, we're so stuck in this world that's so focused on providing things or providing value or um, being productive or being a productive member of society. Some things you can be selfish with. Some things you could do just because you want to do them. You know, it doesn't have to be a thing. Everything doesn't have to be a thing. And I tell myself that all the time. You don't have to monetize everything, Alicia. You don't have to learn how to do stuff for the sake of monetizing all the time. You can do stuff for fun. Okay? Um, you know... <laughs> You're more free to do this stuff just when you do it just because. Not when you're putting so much pressure with what you create and how well you do it. You know, do something and just do it. Just do it. I don't think God intended us to focus on enslaving ourselves with his gifts, with his creative gifts. We're naturally curious. We're naturally creative. Don't enslave yourself with this. This is a gift from him. He wants us to be free. His gift, art, creativity, do not make them an enemy. Don't make his gift of creativity, his gift of art, Don't make them an enemy. Don't make yourself the enemy. Don't fight yourself because you're not as good as you want to be, using air quotes, doing something. Do stuff just because it feels good. Okay? So that's today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Again, send in your love letters. Let me know what you think. Uh, Leave a review. um, Subscribe. uh, Follow. Do all the, I don't know, do all the things. Leave a comment. Um, What else? What else can you do? You can send me an email at gmail.com. You can leave a review, like I said. You can follow us on Instagram, all the things. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Let me know what you think. And until next episode, y'all, keep creating, keep loving yourself, keep loving God and loving others. Okay? Talk to y'all later.